Do you ever feel overwhelmed with all the resources that you have to organize and store? Well, I know that feeling can be exasperated when it comes to changing what you teach, whether that's subjects or grade levels. But there are some tips and tricks to making your transition smooth and keeping your resources organized. So stay tuned to find out more. So welcome to the Teach on Teacher on podcast. I'm Katie, teacher from London, and this podcast is all about helping you with things to do with mindset, attitude, resilience, mental toughness, well-being, everything like that, to ensure that you can be the best teacher you can be for the long haul. So many teachers are quitting and leaving our profession, and it's our students who are suffering. And I want you to stick with it because you wouldn't have gone into teaching and you wouldn't have come this far if you didn't love what you do deep down. But I know that the stresses of the job can be really overwhelming, which is what causes some people to leave. So I'm hoping that this podcast will give you the strength and give you all the personal skills that you need to be able to be resilient and teach on and teach strong. So you get episodes twice a week, every Sunday and Wednesday. Wednesday's episodes are shorter, quick quotes, just to give you something to think about as you make it through your week. And on Sundays, we delve a bit deeper into topics and sometimes I answer your questions as well. So if you like what you're hearing on this podcast, please make sure you subscribe to be notified of future episodes. Okay, so recently I put out a question to the Teach on Teach on Facebook group and someone asked for some organisational tips when changing grade levels, which is a great question. I know this tends to happen a lot in primary grades and I can imagine how stressful it is having to have a multitude of curriculum topics for different subjects and then mix age groups into it and it's just... Ah. So although I'm actually a secondary teacher, I still have similar experiences because I have to teach across five different age groups and I have to teach a couple of different subjects. So I do get the struggle and I do have some tips that I can share with you that will hopefully help you keep organized. So the first thing is my top tip, if you can try going paperless. I know many of us are still very much drowning in giant confetti, as I like to call it, and we like to keep paper everywhere. But in this day and age, we have got alternative options that can make our lives much more organized. So I suggest starting with the folders, just on your computer documents or Google Drive or something like that if you have it, because that is much more straightforward to organize. So all you need to do, create a different folder for all the different grades you teach, I do recommend keeping all your old resources, by the way, as you never know when they'll come in handy again. So everything you've got, just organize it. So within each grade, then break it down by subject that you teach. And then with that, break down by topic, and then you can start organizing your resources in there. I would make sure you name your resources well, though, so you can easily do a, a computer or drive search to find them easily. So, But that does depend on you naming them correctly. So I wouldn't leave them as um, presentation one because you're not going to know what's in that document and you won't be able to find it easily afterwards. So make sure you name things properly and just organize them within those categories. But what if you don't have things on your computer? You've only got paper versions. What are you supposed to do? Well, easy, scan them in. I've mentioned this tip before in the podcast, but I like to use the CAM scanner, C-A-M, CAM scanner app, which is free because then I can do it all on my phone. So from there, you can save documents as JPEGs, which is an image or PDFs, and then you can send them directly to your Google Drive account or email them to yourself, for example, 
all from your phone. It's so convenient. We are so blessed to have access to this kind of technology. We really are. So take advantage of it. It's going to make your life easier, but sometimes it does take a bit of a leap of faith if you haven't gone down that road yet. It is easier than ever to go paperless now. So give it a go and it really, you'll find it is so much easier to stay organized this way. As I've said previously, I'm now trying to go completely paperless, especially when it comes to meetings and paper in that sense. Some of my lessons, obviously, I still need paper, but the amount of meetings and insects I go to, they just throw paper at me. I don't like it. So I take a photo, might scan it on my phone, and then I recycle that paper. I don't want it. I don't. I just, my Google Drive, leave it there. If you have a school account with Google Drive, it is unlimited space, so you can fill it up as much as you want. You'll never run out of space. It's just so much easier. Okay, so what do you do if you don't have access to good technology? Or if you're just a paper person? You know, that's totally okay. Some people still are, that's fine. It just means you're going to need a bit more stuff. And you'll need to have more of a system to stay organized. But of course, it is possible. So firstly, if you are changing grade levels, as I said before, I wouldn't get rid of what you don't necessarily need anymore. But you certainly don't need piles of copies of worksheets. I tend to just keep one copy as an original and then either donate the rest of the copies to someone else or just recycle them. You know, you don't need to feel bad about this. Just one copy is more than enough. Then you can use real folders instead of digital ones to organize the original worksheets in exactly the same way I just described the digital version. So you can label them with the grade and subject. And I also like accordion folders because they're ones like when you open them out, they've got lots of little files inside, um, like a filing cabinet, but it's a folder, accordion files. They're really good because they can separate your documents clearly. But if not, Another tip is just fold a post-it note over the page and label what it is so you can see it when you're flicking through a folder. There's always the cost-effective option, you know. It can get a little trickier when you have physical products and resources and, you know, games and objects and things. So for those, I suggest keeping them all in a box by subject or grade and make sure you label it clearly so you know what's in that box. That saves you so much stress without needing to scramble through when you're looking for something. Another thing that you can also do is take photos of what's in the box and just stick it on the lid as well. So if you're ever looking for something, you don't need to actually dive straight into your box. It just makes life so much easier. Okay, so once you've put away all your old resources, previous ones, hopefully you've simplified that down so you don't have too much stuff. Only narrow it down to what is actually necessary. Put it all away. You can now organize your new ones Yay. here's where you can pull out all the drawers and folders and tubs and bins and all the other things that make our teacher hearts happy and the key to organization when you have so many different resources around you is labeling seriously label all the things it makes it easy to find things yes obviously but it also makes it easy for it to go back in the right place too which is actually the secret to staying organized Getting organized is actually quite easy. It's staying organized that's harder. Am I right? Yeah, once the hustle and bustle starts and you're rushing around, you're like, oh, I'll just chuck it under there, outside of mind. I'll get to it later. And then before you know it, everything's a big mess. I mean, I still have an in tray 
in my office full of paper that is something I will just get to later, get to in quotes. And it just piles up. I know it does, which is why I'm trying my new scanning thing now. So hopefully that won't happen. But still, if you label your drawers, you can then put things back where they are meant to be. So for worksheets that you might use a lot, such as things to do with early finisher work or colouring pages that you like to just have handy, I would suggest keeping a stock of photocopies so you've actually got a pile ready to go so they can just go in and pull them out. But for things that you're only going to be using once a year, honestly, I'd stick to just copying on demand so you don't have unnecessary paper in your room. There is no need to keep things that you don't actually need yet, you see? So photocopy as you go. Yes, it takes a bit more thinking and planning in advance, perhaps, but it will be easier to organise. You won't get overwhelmed with all the unnecessary things in your room. All right, so those are some of my top tips for helping you switch grades or just organise your resources, especially if you've got different grades and subjects that you're trying to teach. So I hope that has been helpful. As with anything, though, nothing is actually going to happen without action from you. So although I am glad you're here and listening to this advice, know that the real change can only come from you. I can give you all the information in the world, which I do give completely for free, and I don't hold anything back. I give you everything. But the only way you're actually going to see a change is to do something. So what is it that you're going to be taking away from this episode? What can you do to organize yourself and your resources this week? Decide what it is and do it. Okay, right, before we wrap up with a summary of the top tips for organising your resources, if you found value in this podcast, please make sure you subscribe to show your support and you'll also be notified any time a new episode is released so that you can download it and listen to it on your commute or on your prep period or something like that. I would also really appreciate you writing a review and sharing this podcast with a teacher friend who you think would benefit from what we talk about. We are trying to grow our movement of strong teachers who are sticking with teaching and not giving up and want to give our best to the next generations. So please make sure that you do your bit. I don't ask for any money. I'm not selling you a program. I'm literally just giving for free to help us be better teachers. All I ask in return is that you share this with a friend so we can grow and leave your thoughts, a review for other people to read. It's just really great hearing your feedback and knowing what you think of this podcast and if you're enjoying the content and if it's helping you be a better person. If you want to get in touch with me, there are a few ways you can do it. You can send me an email. I do love reading your messages and learning about you. So you can reach me at katie at teachersresourceforce.com. And you can also join our Facebook group. We get to know each other and we talk about podcast episodes and reflect on them as well. If you want to join it, it's completely free and everybody is welcome. You can find the group by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teach on teach strong and click the join button and then just answer three simple questions and I will bring you along to the party. Also, if you want to receive my weekly email newsletter with updates, teaching resources and the latest podcast episodes, you can sign up for free by going to teachersresourceforce.com forward slash freebies. Alrighty, let's sum up the highlights then that we talked about today for how to organise your resources, especially for switching grades. First of all, try going paperless. Just just a little bit if you've never done it before. Just start with one small thing. You can keep files on your computer or your Google Drive and you can scan resources that you don't currently have digital versions of just so you've got them there that you can print later in the future and it means you don't have all this paper to try and put somewhere. 
and then not be able to find later. You know, it's easier to search for things on your computer if you've named them correctly. Keep all your resources. You never know when they might come in handy. I know people don't like doing that sometimes. They like think, oh, well, I've changed grades. I'm never going to use this again. But you just never know. What if you do? You know, you just never know when they might come in handy. So like I said, if you've gone paperless, it really doesn't hurt you at all to save everything that you've used. And physical products, you can loan them to other people if you want, if you don't want to hold on to them. But definitely keep it. Someone's going to use it. And finally, organize your resources into folders and tubs and make sure you label them because that will help you find it again in the future long after you've forgotten where you put everything. So I hope that's been helpful today and that you managed to stay organized this school year and make sure you subscribe, write a review, tell a friend and as always, teach on, teach strong and I'll catch you next time. Bye.